podcast, Chef Michael Seibert. I am the owner and operator of White Wine and Butter, and I'm sitting in the hot seat right now. That's smart. I think that's the toughest thing to do too, but it's the most important mm-hmm. to really like build on your people, the people that you're working with, yeah. because it does go by. I've noticed that a lot with myself. Like I just tend to get complacent. I mm-hmm. just think like a robot business is business. Let's keep rolling. Mm-hmm. But then you forget like, you know, these guys are working their ass off. They're putting in a lot for you. Mm-hmm. So you got to pay it back, you know? And if you take that moment, even if it's like once a month, just to like recognize it, I think it really matters. Like I just woke up the other day on Monday and just like, just reached out to all my like core team and was just like, you know, I appreciate y'all. I'm not asking anything from you because that might be what mm-hmm. they were thinking, but I appreciate y'all and I appreciate everything you've done and so why far. you've been with me so far. Yeah, Absolutely. it does. And it means something because it, it's, it, you know, we love them like family. I hate to say that because it's too cliche, but mm-hmm. like we do, it's bigger than a family. You spend more time with your, with your workers than you For do sure. your family. So I have a, I have a chef that, you know, like before I hired him, he, we had an agreement, like he can only work, every other weekend or whatever for, for family to deal with family or whatever. And I, and I told him, I was like, just know if I call you on your off weekend or whatever, like I absolutely need you or you're like the last person I'm calling. If, if we already established that, Hey, this is non-negotiable. Like I need this time to do my thing or whatever. It is what it is. Like at the end of the day, it's food. It's my business. I'll figure Mm -hmm. it out. I'll make it work. Mm -hmm. But that, that shows you like how much I care about my people. Like I care about y'all. Yeah. That's nice. No, that is awesome. Yeah. I think it's super important. And culture <clears throat> is probably one of the, the hardest things to maintain, right? Because mm-hmm. culture, no matter no matter what, your culture is always going to have waves to it, right? So there's always going to be up, and then there's always going to be slightly down, which is the goal, mm-hmm. or there's going to be straight down. So, like, our goal as business owners is to mitigate the downfall in that culture and bring it back as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Sure. It's inevitable that your culture is going to dive here and there, you can't stop it, but what you can stop is is finding the source of why the culture is dying and fixing it super fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, not sitting on stuff. I, I learned that um, working in my last place because um, at, at my last place I was a, a sous chef. Then I was promoted to executive chef, and that's like that's tough in the restaurant industry because like when you're on the same level as people, and then you're yeah. above politics. them on paper or whatever, it's kind of yeah. hard to like get that respect and stuff like that. So. You know, I, I dealt with stuff like that as well, coming up through the ranks, being young and um, having to be the the boss of people that were older than you mm-hmm. or people who didn't think you deserved to be in that position. So I dealt with a lot of that and everywhere I've been at. Yeah, that's yeah. a tough dynamic. Yeah. But it's, it pays the most too, like <laughs> yeah. culture, like when you know your team appreciates their job and they love what mm-hmm. they do and like you've actually like benefited their life in some way or form whether they stay with you or not it just beats everything it beats mm-hmm. all the money you make yep it's just that feeling like yesterday i was in the parking lot and one of my guys was having a bad day a bad day just in a bad mood whatever he's like i need to work from home whatever he's like but i, I want to let you know like i don't ever want to quit here he's like i would choose our friendship and i would choose what you've done for me over a paycheck any day Absolutely. and this guy went from making like 30 grand a year uh like as a mover to you know, 80, 90, 100 as a sales rep. And he was like, yeah. Chris, I would leave this paycheck at the door and just take the value that you brought me in my life and show me what was possible and yep. let me be here through that process over any paycheck. And I think we sat there and cried in the parking lot. Yeah, absolutely, For man. a little bit and That's just like broed it out. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's but stuff like that. That's like, and it was like all the stress that I had on my shoulders just kind of went away, and yeah. like money problems go away. It's just yeah. like you know, you're doing the right thing, and you just keep pushing. It's, it's bigger. Shit's than that, gonna man. pay off. It right? is, and we forget to realize that and yeah. acknowledge that sometimes. We're always worried about like paying the next bill and getting the next job and yeah. rolling and making the next you know process. But then it's like, well what are we really doing this for? And, you know, and it started as just like trying to get up and do a little bit better. And then then it's like, then you bring people in and you got to try and build with those people and and connect with them and stuff. So it's it's tough, man. We got, we got whooped at the end of the end of last year, like with events and like running a restaurant. Cause it was different. It was different with having a restaurant open and doing uh, catering and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. So we were, we, we had a day where I had, a private dinner. We had two caterings plus the restaurant was open and we were doing the caterings easily without the restaurant being open. But then it started like, man, this is a lot or whatever. Well, like, now you're spending plates. You're managing this. Or yeah. There, or you're managing yeah. that. Working all there. day getting and then doing the catering. Yeah. And, and yeah. the management style, you probably approach them with are a little bit different, yeah. even though it's still food. Mm-hmm. It's different. Like here, you're trying to drive quantity as fast as possible, right? Yeah. And keep it warm here. You're trying to like, provide yeah. service and uh, yeah. you don't you yeah. don't want to see a break in your your consistency your mm-hmm. quality yeah and stuff like that and it was just like all right we learn from this like let's not let's not take these these type of events like um this is our maximum right now until we finally get our own facility which is something we need so bad is our own facility um but that's just it was crazy <laughs> okay, that's awesome <laughs> what um so what's what's on the horizon for white wine and butter? So you got you got the physical restaurant, mm-hmm. you got the event space for the small event space yes. for weddings and the uh, where's so, that at West Greenville? West yeah, Greenville, West yeah. Greenville. Mm-hmm. yeah. The law. What is? It? I've seen it. It's nice. I, I what's like, it called over there? What's that area? Uh, like Ringo Fire area. So okay. yeah. the the marketing firm they yeah. they do really good right there, there by Birds Fly South. Mm-hmm. I think right. Cool. And what, what's what's next on the horizon for white wine and butter, man? Ah. Uh, I mean, what's your dream? You trying to take it nationwide, or? I mean, well, as far as our five year plan, like we crushed that. Like yeah. we obliterated our five year plan. Um, it's more of like the restaurant, getting the restaurant to where it needs to be. Like we we have big plans for the restaurant, um, and and the restaurant's such a baby. It's yeah. just it's such a baby. We've put a lot of work into the restaurant and processes, and every time I'm there, I'm looking at ways to improve it and make it better and, you know, get it to a place where it's a happy, you know, a happy medium for all of us. The The next thing is, is, is Chef Mike. We got to we gotta get Chef Mike to where he needs to be, um, is building a brand of Chef Mike. Cool. And that's making sure all our places – all our pieces are in place so we can focus on like my brand because um, recently we did Food Network. I, yeah. I flew out. I flew out to um, so cool. California and did a show on Food Network, and uh, we've been talking back and forth with producers and things like that. Um, some of my mentors are people who have already done that. They've been there, done that. Um, and always give me great advice of, you know, like you need to be prepared for this because the next step will be this. Um, so we got, we're going to grow our private dining brand and which is, you know, exclusively, I do a lot of the private dining, but we also want to build that team too. So we want to, we want to be able to 
I mean, you, you see it on Facebook, like, and, and like stuff like that, where people are like looking for a private chef and mm -hmm. things like that. So we get a lot of texts and that's really cool. And I, I appreciate that. A lot of people love us. Um, and we deserve that. We've put a lot of work in. I, I'm always very humble and I get in trouble for being too humble sometimes. Uh, but people, people love what we do and how we do it. And that's what we do it for. So we're going to, we're going to grow this private brand and, you know, help get me across the States. Um, because with private dining, with my talent of cooking, like I've been able to travel pretty much all around the States, you know, next thing is like, you know, doing, doing more celebrities. Like we've done a few like C B lists and all that stuff. That's cool. Like, and it will be nice to, you know, go down to Puerto Rico and do dinners in Puerto Rico. Yeah. Uh, pair with yeah, other go chefs. Go to vacation with somebody. Yeah. yeah. Get work with other That's chefs awesome. and do these things. Um, um, you know, like I'm a big Eagles fan. Like one of my biggest goals would be to do something for my team. Like if I could do anything for my team, I don't care. Philadelphia, well, Carolina. They're going to the Super Bowl, aren't they? Yeah. You need to hit them up. Like, yo, after bowl, Super Bowl. <laughs> Man. After bowl, after Party Super Bowl. Bowl. I already, party. Bowl. I already <laughs> jumped. I already jumped in the DMs. I, I was like, in the DMs yo, at the end of the first, fourth quarter, man. That's, yeah. <laughs> That's really sweet. Like, yo, what's up? What are we doing? I got you. Nice. Uh, I'm a big wrestling fan too. So uh, whenever wrestling comes here, I reach out to some of the the stars I follow on that's Instagram. Sweet. Yeah, that's I, cool. I've been going back and forth with, with one of my favorite stars too, and uh, I tell him like, hey man, I tell you next time you're here, I got you. So I'm still waiting to hear. You back trying to do it like free of charge? I mean, that's something I want to do. Yeah, it's promotion, right? Yeah, it's something this I is want marketing to do. material. Like, yeah, hey, well, I just, one person there yeah. might be like, "Hey, man, can you come with us to here?" And then that's it. That's all it takes. Yeah. If my man could cook pork chops for Hulk Hogan, he can definitely cook. Some <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you feel me? That'd be cool. You heard? Yeah. Uh, cool, man. So now we're gonna jump into the hot seat yeah. questions. You got a few? Yeah, I got one to start. What would be three uh, inspirational chefs that really? like that you focus on following and, and they could be dead or alive what's three really inspirational chefs to you mm, that's tough man that's tough um you know for sure my grandparents man for sure my grandparents that's two um my grandfather is you know really like what got it all started watching him uh basically be the help growing up um staying up late my, my grandfather had a nice a nice uh grill and like i i would always see my grandfather outside like cooking whole hogs and smoking stuff making hash all that stuff late at night um never really got as much recognition as he could have got for all the work that he did hmm. um but it was definitely an inspiration um i think one of the coolest things about him like I see him on a on a hot grill and he would flip a piece of meat with his bare hands. I'm like, man, that's so cool. How you <laughs> yeah. do that? Um, fingertips are scorched. Yeah. Are you doing it now? Is that, is that something you've took over? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. Nice. Um, you know, just like seeing like the big mop with barbecue sauce going over stuff. Oh, like pig, that. Yeah. Stuff like that was cool. And my grandmother, and you know, I pay tribute to both of them with tattoos. My grandmother, favorite thing she made for me was cheesecake. So uh, like right after she passed, I got a, a tattoo of a cheesecake <laughs> and it said, you know, and honor of my gg loving you is like food to my soul and it's a picture of a cheesecake and that's like that's like something cool i like to yeah. pay homage to her with um and she she did a lot of cooking she's the one who really introduced me to like to really love food to get me to try stuff that i never would try um we spent a lot of time watching food network and things like that together um and then a third chef oh man that's tough um i don't know man 
I don't have a third chef. Really? Yeah. Just third chef. Celebrity? Nobody? No, not really. No? Like I, I didn't. I, honestly, I never really watched a lot of like the Food Network stuff. My grandmother put me onto it. She loved Emerald. She yeah, did. that was like the yeah, thing in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> bam, did, bam, yeah. bam, bam, <laughs> bam. She loved that. Um, I hit my nose. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I really banned. <laughs> I just what I, what I loved about Food Network back then when I used to watch it a lot was um, like when Chop would come on. Yeah. Um, we had a DVR at the time, so um, when they got the mystery ingredients, I would pause the TV and write down what I would cook. And That's cool. It, it would be a good percentage of time, like stuff I wrote down. Some of the chefs were doing the things I. I so we'll just like generalized Food Network as that third I love, chef. Yeah. I, love I love Action love Jackson food. or Action Action Bronson. Bronson. Action Bronson. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I said That's, Jackson. Yeah, but no. Um, him. Um, so him. Maddie, Maddie Matheson and um and Anthony Bourdain would yeah. probably be like my yeah. top three. Absolutely. Action yeah. Bronson, he, he's just it's just funny it's watching just funny, him. Yeah, yeah it's funny. Yeah. And he can yeah. cook, which is cool. But some of the stuff he makes though is just like sloppy, yeah. fat people food. If I'm, I'm honest, like, oh. I can never say I had like a, a chef that I just like I love. Yeah, like, yeah. I read all his books. You know, it's the usual suspects, like you say, like your Anthony Bourdain, your Emma Lagasse. You yeah. appreciate them. Yeah, I yeah, appreciate yeah. them 100. Yeah. percent It's more of the people around me. It's, it's more the people around me. Like I learn a lot from the people around me. Yeah. Um, I love that you said that your grandparents. I think yeah. that was awesome. Yeah, it's my grandparents. That's where it started. Yeah. You know, what's your favorite thing to cook? Hmm. Mm. I haven't cooked it yet. You've never cooked your favorite meal? No, because I like putting stuff together, and sometimes it turns out to be my favorite thing. Okay. Oh. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, in the restaurant industry, what is the thing you hate the least, or what is the thing you hate the most? Like, uh, what part of, like, the business aspect is least appealing to you? Ungrateful people. <laughs> yeah. Um. Critics, like. <laughs> yeah. People who are impatient. Mm -hmm. stuff like that like that's tough the entitlements um, today are ridiculous man like you got to think about it like i i, I went to uh like a fast food restaurant a, a while ago and i'm sitting in line and like it's taking a long time and and then i realized like I, it's, it's taking a long time for me to get my food here or whatever and then you go into the restaurant and one of the main things i preached in the restaurant was like you know like speed and consistency um like i want it i want it to be fast casual like get it out do it in a timely manner but like there's some people who just don't understand the concept of cooking food. Like, <laughs> hey, you can't even go to McDonald's and get your food this fast right now. So yeah, like yeah. why are you tripping on me <laughs> on like a six minute check right now? Yeah. yeah like yeah. I'm I'm making it from scratch. I'm making your sauce right now. Like I'm I'm putting your sauce, to, sauce together right now. Um, but I, I did have a lady the other day I was expediting. And uh, I put the food up in the window. And she came she came up and she was just like she looks at it and she was like, Shit's supposed to look like the picture, and I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, "Okay." Did you say that at McDonald's? Because <laughs> like, my food never looks the same at McDonald's, like yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, but I was like, "Oh." I'm, you be like, well, I'm you sorry. were supposed to look the same. Yeah, yeah. I've seen your Facebook profile. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I was like um, uh, you know, my apologies. Yeah. Would you like for me to take it off or get you something else? She was like, no, y'all need to do better oh or whatever. And I was like, I'm sorry, ma'am. We we should have told you before you ordered that it doesn't doesn't come like it's pictured, <laughs> like this one dish. It's getting ready to come off the menu anyway. And um, it didn't come with what she thought was going to come with. No. And, and, you know, I take responsibility. I was like, my apologies. We should have, we should have told you that before you ordered. Um, most of our regulars know that anyway, but it, 
she was like, she was, she mad, was rough. Mad. Yeah. She was rough. <laughs> That's funny because like, that, that was my next question. It was yeah. going to be like, how do you deal with, I see in restaurants is like one of the biggest things is volume and then the, the critics or reviews that come behind that. Yeah. And you, everybody's taste buds are different. Mm-hmm. So like, how do you deal with some of that like negativity and bad review stuff? Oh, man. You know? Like one of the things I, I preach to my staff is like hospitality, y'all. Like if something's wrong, fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a protege. I have an 18 year old protege and I, I poured into him a lot to like, show him like do things this way um if it's not right don't sell it if you see something like sometimes they hate when i expedite because i'll boomerang stuff i'll send it right back to them um because i want to be right i don't care if it's going to take a little bit longer um understand that you know this is what we do we want to give you stuff get give you your food properly Um, it it needs to look like it's supposed to look it should taste like how it's supposed to taste we've trained for this we've done this um and that's one thing I hate when I, if I go out to eat is that um, I get something that's not like how I ordered it or it's not right. And if you're the server and you don't do anything to correct it or make it right, then nine times out of ten, I'm not going to come back there because of the yeah. service. The food could be great, but the service was trash. I'm not coming back. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's the customer service and the hospitality. Uh, you got to know how to deal with people on that. Uh, killing with kindness. Definitely a lot of, oh, I'm sorry. Um, is there anything else I can get you? Um, don't worry about that. We'll we'll take care of that. We'll we'll get you something else. And then you have the people who come in. That's their main mission. Um, during our soft openings, we had people come in, and that was just their mission to like blow us up. Yeah, that that was their mission to blow us up. Like they critiqued everything, and I'm like, dude, this is our soft opening. We just opened. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're figuring stuff out back here, or whatever. And and the. And the good thing about it is if, if you are the type of person to, you know, take constructive criticism, then you'll fix it. And we and we listen to our people on a lot of things, but some things you can't listen to people on or whatever. And I, I learned that in the country club, like you can't make 100 percent of the people uh, happy 100 percent of the time. Sure. So you got to understand that there is like uh, 10 to 15 percent of people that you won't make happy. I had a guy come in and told me uh, he hated our special and he was the only person who hated it. Everybody else loved it. You know, yeah. and and the old me, I would have gotten my feelings about it. I would have been upset. It would have ruined my day. And I was like, oh, it's OK. He just didn't like it. And I still I still made it right. I offered offered to take care of his lunch, offered to, you know, give him some beignets or something like that. Mm-hmm. But that's you know, tough. That's got to be really tough because everybody's palate's different. So mm-hmm. how are you trying to make meals for everybody that can enjoy it? Because, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. I don't like grits. Everybody in the South likes grits. Tough, I don't man. like grits. I don't think you they're don't good. Like grits. No, dude. I'm a Yank. I like oh, life. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure there's <laughs> there has been a bowl of grits that I've really enjoyed. My friend's dad makes it. It's oh, fire. But gotcha. I won't eat grits nowhere else. So I, feel you. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't like that's probably the craziest thing to me about owning a restaurant, especially with people writing reviews. Like, I didn't like how this tasted. Be like, well, man, we'll, I mean, we'll have people yeah. order stuff and like butcher the dish and complain about it. Yeah. Like, well, you didn't, you didn't After order it the right way. Like we, we have a, a limoncello pasta and it was hard to like articulate that to people when we first opened, like it's, it's, it's a different pasta. Like nobody's really tried a pasta like that. When we were out in Utah, um, at the retreat, we ate at this Italian restaurant and I fell in love with it. And he actually gave me the recipe and he just told me to tweak it to make it my own. It was his mother's recipe. Oh, wow. So we tweaked it and we well, brought it back pasta. here. And like I kept playing around with it. I tried to add garlic to it, shallots to it. Terrible, terrible. Was it sweet? Yeah, it's, it's it has like a hint of sweet sweetness okay. to it. It's That's amazing. That's tough for people because then they usually yeah, see it's refreshing you know, and like people love it. But then I would have the people come in and be like, "Yeah, can I add this to it? Add that to it?" And I'm just like, "Oh, I really you shouldn't do that." But you know, we we learned that you gotta give the people what they want. So uh, you have people try to change it and then like 
go on Facebook and write or Google and write like this bad review. They had a sweet pasta. Did you read the description of the yeah. pasta before you? Bro, even... we had a lady the other day leave us a bad review. Like, we don't really ever get bad reviews. But we had a lady the other day leave us a bad review, and I looked at all her bad reviews, and she had one for you too. See, I was like, oh, what a hater. Come on, yeah. man. And dude, she was she was so mad because. Her two-hour estimate went 2.8 hours with two stops in an elevator. Wow. And we barely drove over the dirt in her yard. <laughs> and it was like, how do you even, like, like... You they, never know, man. It's not even justified. So, man. like, you just respond appropriately and, yeah. like, yeah. leave it that. Because people mm -hmm. can see crazy. You can read yeah, crazy yeah. in people, that review. People will try to destroy one. you with, with the reviews and yeah. comments. They'll try they just to destroy want a, you. They just want a couple yeah. bucks. But I think those, yeah. those reviews definitely help. With certain clients. They legitimize. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Well, and I, I had a client reach out to me recently, and they read one of the bad reviews I had. And she was like, honestly, I could tell that lady was nuts, and I'm really glad how you responded because mm -hmm. it just showed me that you were professional. And, yeah. and I was like, well, glad, because I think that everybody sees that, and they're like, this guy is exactly what she's saying, and we're <laughs> never working with him. And I'm like, well, you know, take your chances. <laughs> yeah. It's just part of the, you got to chalk it up as business. You can't let yeah. it sting. You can't, like, it, can't take it's it personally. so hard to, though. Like, when you yeah. first get started and, like, you know, you're like mm -hmm. truly like the face of the brand. It's so hard not yeah. to like, especially if you're passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And yeah, that's it's tough. personal. But so. that's that's also one of the main things I love too. Is like I, I tell the people a lot of times is when I watch somebody eat my food and they take that first bite and they do the. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Cool, man. Well, tell people how they can fit, find white wine and butter if they're looking for them. Facebook, Instagram. Um, first of all, y'all got to get to the restaurant, restaurant, <laughs> get to I, I the do. restaurant, get out there. That is the front facing of the company. Get yes. to the restaurant. You got to do a little search. Uh, you got to go through the main food hall, go through the alley, main food hall of where Cartwright food hall. Okay. Yeah. So we're in the back, the carriage house. We're speak easy at this point. So <laughs> <laughs> at this point we'll speak easy. You got to find us. Uh, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Instagram, white wine, underscore butter, Facebook, white wine and butter. Check out the website, white wine and butter.com. And that tells you everything you need to know. Let's go, awesome. baby. Thanks for coming on, Mike. Thank you. Thank you, man. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. All right.